Hello friends, welcome to the inner dive. It is late when I'm finishing this edit, so I'm going to keep the intro short and sweet, especially because this episode is long and sweet. It is a reunion with a longtime friend and collaborator on various creative projects, including a former podcast, Kristen Foster. And there's really no way to prepare you for everything that's in this episode. I think just diving in is the way to go. So have at it. Hi. Hi. Uh, this is going to be an audio test for the first 10 seconds, by the way. Love this for us. Yeah, I love this for us. You seem quiet to me, even just hearing. So maybe I need to turn you up on this. All right. Say something again. Something again. Okay. Oh my We're back on again. Being and real right off the bat with the cat, but not the back of her. <laughs> Usually she gives me the money shot. I know, because she's she's right here. Yep, there she goes. There she is. Okay. Now, I have a real sensitive rig set up here. I have Tim Riggins. Oh, (laughs) yeah. You said that, and I was like, tell me, what is a Tim Riggins-ing? Because I have have blanked out most of, as you know, most of whatever year of our Lord and Savior, I lived in Illinois and was in my Friday Night Lights haze. So anything that has to do with Tim Riggins has gone into mono brain. And that file has been deleted. Oh, Oh my God. Seven. No. Um, No, I would just, I was trying to say I rigged it up. But instead of saying I rigged it up, I said Tim Riggins it up. So it's not a specific reference. Those are my two ideas. It was either it was a specific reference that I've forgotten. Yeah. Or that it's a uh, play on rigging, which I, I fully support. Oh, there it was. She missed it. It was, it was fully on the screen because she walked this way and she turned around. Seven, you need to, okay. I mean, I did upgrade our rating from clean to explicit, so. Just for the- <laughs> well, I just wanted to, I wanted to leave everybody room. I didn't want everybody to feel that they needed to no, stay within certain this, boundaries. This dank butthole content. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that in. Are we recording? <laughs> we are. We are. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't really do a. We don't do no, a, a clap and a start in or anything. No, I we just because we're just here. We're just here recording. I. Man. I just. I beeped. You. Yeah, I beeped you. Um, to be truly the best slash the worst, I have a plethora of snacks with me, so I will be. I will once again be crunching right oh. into the mic. I was going to say, I hope they're all crunchy. Uh, yeah. You and I share a podcast past. Oh, I'll just, we'll just dive right in, by the way. Are you diving oh, yeah. into the snack as well? I'm di- No, I just wanted to show you what this is. It's like a, it's like a pineapple cookie. Ooh. And then some, some peanut butter M&Ms and uh, a fizzy drink. So I'll also be burping. <laughs> uh, a pineapple butter cookie? Is that what that was? Like a shortbread? I'm stuck it's like on it. Short, it's a pineapple shaped tin. I okay. guess that's but the it's like a shortbread cookie and also it's like isn't it dipped into chocolate oh my god there's different varieties oh no <laughs> well oh my god. okay i will okay the snack request is that if you're going to eat something let us know what it is yeah and your review okay absolutely, absolutely. uh we don't have absolutely. to mention the brands because you're not getting sponsored no i'm not getting paid and no this, name my niece, did, my niece did pick me out pick, did pick me out <laughs> I could talk good. Do you regret inviting me on again? <laughs> <laughs> she did pick me out some cookies. <laughs> Listen, I was trying to prepare some show notes beforehand just to maybe keep a slight rail 
we don't stay on the rails, but just have maybe a touchstone if we needed one, you know? Yeah. And so I was preparing it, and one, it kept sounding like Murray making a friendship list in my head. (laughs) Or like a band meeting, one of his band meeting notes for Flight of the Concords. First item on the agenda. And also, (laughs) every single thing that I wrote down, I couldn't, I couldn't, I don't know. This is the beauty of you. This is. Are we okay. ready for compliments to start? Because let's go. Oh my god, good. Take, <laughs> take me there. It's not even the ice of March yet. <laughs> one okay. One of the beauties of you is that anything that I can think of, like lobbing your way, mm-hmm. I don't always know exactly how you'll send it back. But I like. I already just start laughing because I know that it's going to be returned with even more joy and comedy than it was sent mm-hmm. over. So we just kind Aww. of volley things back yeah. and forth, but your ability to take any, you're like the master alley-ooper. <laughs> like, <Aww. laughs> so I, everything I wrote down, I was like picturing saying it to you, and then I just started cackling, because I was like, I already know this is going to be like, yeah, anyway, that's no pressure, that's just no. truth. No, look, it's this just going to be right here, right off the yeah. dome, Right man. off the dome, just, just spitting some... Yeah. Some positive words at you. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I could read through the topics, but I feel like we already hyperlinked out of something that you had started. Yeah. So what What did What did I start? Because <laughs> 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 I already forgot. <laughs> oh, I was going to say Toby, take the wheel. This isn't that we're podcast. We're, we're like dosy doing around the, we do have a podcast path. That was exactly it. Oh, my God. We found our way back. Thank you, Toby. Yeah. Okay, thank the power you. Of Toby. Praise, me to, praise me to Toby. I'd never say that again. <laughs> All right. Disclaimer, neither of us like Toby Keith. No. For some reason on no. our previous podcast. We couldn't stop our talking. previous podcast, we became weirdly obsessed with him. <laughs> but not for a reason that included respecting him as no. a person, enjoying no. his music, no. his contributions to society, <laughs> none of the above. I feel... <laughs> I feel like he was like the negative space. Like he was all the things we aren't really interested in. He existed outside of all of our Venn diagrams. Yes. <laughs> he was the perfect yes. Yes. like bubble of things outside of our interests that yes. just made him like right. the perfect reach of, or for us, a perfect reach of a reference. Yeah. It it's us. just one of those things that made, it made sense perfectly to us why we were obsessed with Toby Keith, but it's <laughs> not a reason of like, why not? I don't like him. <laughs> But I just have to know everything about him and everything he does. No, and then we used to make covenants at the start of an episode. Like, we're not going to bring him up this time. And look at us. I was me. Within 10 minutes. Again. Again. I'm sweating. So, so we used to have a podcast. We used to have a podcast. nothing to do with Toby Keith. Or anything. Like, it had, I mean, it had to do with everything. Yeah, I was trying to I was trying to explain it to my sister-in-law. And I was was this was this how we would describe it? Um okay, so it was called Chain of Duels and I was also thinking what made me laugh so hard was A, we've got 10 episodes out and the Aretha Franklin estate never wants sued us. So once again, that's praise be to Toby Keith. Because if you're thinking Chain of Duels sounds like the Aretha Franklin hit Chain of Fools, you will be correct. And then we edited out the, the theme song was the copyrighted intellectual property chain of fools by Aretha Franklin. But when she got to fools in the chorus, we dubbed over 
duels. <laughs> <laughs> which, all of that, hearing that, sounds like, A, a fever dream, which a lot of periods of my life feel like fever sure. dreams. And the, I like a fever dream. And two, yeah. also, sounds like, what age were we when we made this? It sounds like we were, like, giddy 13-year-olds. No, we were fully in our 30s. And I stand and by that. fully in our 30s. <laughs> Deeply. This was 28, this was 2019. Yeah. <laughs> we, we were deep in the 30s. And yeah. it was, it was really glorious, honestly. Yeah. So. But it's just, it was like, I was trying to say, like, it was like a debate podcast, but we weren't debating. No. We were just joyfully sharing things we'd researched on the light suggestion of a theme right like it was the idea was that maybe we were bringing opposing at first yeah. it started with opposing and then we walked that back because yeah we couldn't no. pick a winner because we were interested no. in both things and then yeah, it was, we it was awarded cool. we didn't award prizes but we did like one there was like the, the sword versus the baguette which was like I think a concept that made sense to us, but like in the broader scheme of the podcast, never fully got off the ground. I, it felt, it felt like it did make sense to us. And then I think the more that yeah. we tried to explain it, the further it slipped through our hands. Yeah, but no, it's just, then it was just such absurdist humor that lasso, we stuck with it. You can lasso that hurricane. We couldn't. <laughs> but that's but like so many wonderful things in our lives erupted erupted from that podcast, including. Our obsession with Shere Khan. <laughs> <laughs> well, also our realization that Disney has been subtly influencing us, which people are all about that on the conspiracy theories. Yes. But they haven't quite caught on to what we've caught on to, that they're subtly influencing us to find cats very sensual. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because that Shere Khan, the tiger in the Jungle Book, is hot as hell. And think of and think of how we carried kind of shamefully to each other, which we've done a few things where we thought, oh, this is going to be so yeah. embarrassing. And often when we lay it on the table, it's like, oh yeah, me too. Yeah. And the the feeling that Shere Khan kind of was like, hey, is he? Where did we get that is idea this from? Cartoon cat, hot. And yeah. then every subsequent iteration of Shere Khan has like a. A sexy actor as the voice. Yeah, we, we discovered the um, the one in the live action Jungle Book was fucking Idris Elba. Right, like, exactly. Which on. is his proper first name. The tiger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. So, anyway, yeah. so there was. It gave us that. It gave us. What else did we get? It gave us seahorses. It gave us. I hope you dance. <laughs> <laughs> when I tell you, I have told you this, but. After that episode, which we'll explain in a hot second, I I think right around when we recorded it, I Halloween of 2019, which is the last Halloween I fully dressed up for. And if you're curious, I was dressed up as Elizabeth Holmes, the now imprisoned former CEO of Theranos. <laughs> I A, forgot that you dressed up as her, and B, did not know who she was at the time, but now I do. And so that's extra funny looking back. I did the voice and everything, so I was was in my full Elizabeth Holmes. I was in full character, but I'd gotten, you know, I was in my, I was in my cups that night, let's say, and a co-worker, a former co-worker and her friend, I trapped at this party explaining seahorse courting and mating mating rituals Mm. i think i had spread that story out longer than even when i said it on the podcast i had made it 
it had to be at least 45 minutes straight. I was talking to her about seahorse mating and courting rituals. Now, she no longer works at my company, and I really don't think the two things are going <laughs> You were cited in the HR document. Yeah, it's like I had all to she could do was write seahorses over and over sea again. Seahorses, and they're like, again, we lost another. They're like, one. It was Kristen, wasn't it? But the the topic was which sea creature would you want to be for twenty four hours? Mm. And I and I specifically the caveat I want to be the seahorse, but because the men carry the babies, <laughs> I want to be a seahorse at hour twenty three of twenty four. I do want to drop my eggs into his belly, and then I will bounce and be a deadbeat mom to my little seahorse. And Brethren. the the I hope you dance part of it all, because you said <laughs> you said as if it was the most normal thing to say in the world. It is that you that the how did it go that the seahorse dads <laughs> said what happens to them after the birth of all the babies and you said well it's just a I hope you dance situation. I hadn't realized that I say I hope you dance as interchanging for like carpe diem sees the day like yolo i i say i i in my head i have always said i've always called that a real i hope you dance situation and then i said it out loud and i never realized everything that i had never said that out loud to another person i died and went to heaven (laughs) (laughs) what is an i hope you dance situation and yeah. Yeah. And then when you realized, oh, she doesn't know what it is, I, it, it washed over you how funny it was to just say it that way. Which do you want to explain? Because I'm saying it now as if people are going to know and it was just me being silly. But I'm so deep in the in the lore now that I, I know this. So, I don't even remember the context of what I was trying to say. I believe it was that... Like, you can kind of keep living your life. Like, I hope you just yeah. keep going on and doing all the things that you want to do. Like, you're not going to be yeah. encumbered it's with like all these seahorses. gather babies. you roses while you may. Like, the, <laughs> that's what I was trying to go, go for, the carpe diem and all that. And it was like, oh, because they have a relatively short lifespan. I think that's what it that's was. The other and part. so, like, after he pushes those babies out of his belly, yeah. he's ready to be like, impregnate me again, girl. And so then you were like, well, how should longer their lifespans? And I was like, oh, that's right. I hope you dance. I said, I hope you dance situation. And that's, that's it. where it got. Because I was it. trying to say, like, he's here for a good time, not a long time, girl. Like, he wants to procreate. <laughs> so and that is what turned into an I hope you dance situation. Which means every time I go to aquariums, Aquaria? Is that? Mm. Uh, every time I go to The Aquaria, age of Aquaria? In the age of Aquaria. The age of Aquaria. Every time I'm in the age of Aquaria at an aquarium, hmm. um, which I'm at weirdly often. You? Because I just I was just in Hawaii visiting family, and I went to the Waikiki Aquarium, and did I, every time I see a seahorse, I send a video to Esther and add in, I hope you dance in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's the sweetest Valentine. <laughs> There should be. I see them and the song just comes into my head. Honestly, that should be our t-shirt. Yes. I mean, I know. I'm glad you appreciate it. I sent Kristen a t-shirt idea. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm speaking to the listener who's sitting right beside me. I kind of looked off to the side. Are you you guys still here? (laughs) (laughs) Looks like I was really looking like someone's laying next to me. Um, No, I sent you a t-shirt that just said on the front, I'm a hardcore Christian. And on the back, it said... Bale fan, and I mm-hmm. had a photo of Christian Bale. 
and yeah. you were it suggesting could. matching we, t-shirts, we but I like, I, we make our own seahorse. I hope you dance. Mm-hmm. I mean, we could, why are we limited to one t-shirt? We're, we're not, two t-shirt. Oh. oh, well, here's the thing. Would we be open to an alternate Christian? Would, mm. Are we big, what are we big Christian Slater fans? Oh, you know, I am not, a, I'm, listen, the funny part of that t-shirt is that I'm not yeah. even a hardcore Christian Bale fan. No, also me either. Like, I, <laughs> I would, I, if we could go on from there, like, I'm not a hardcore Christian Bale of hay drying in the sun. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. This is all on the front this, of the shirt and what's on the back? No. <laughs> it's going to go around the hem. <laughs> Left sleeve, right sleeve. <laughs> Of hay, yeah, drying in the sun. Uh, yeah, you just yeah. have to remember which way it goes. Either way, yeah, it could go. Either. No, it's fine, but it's masterpiece. Yeah, doesn't have to make sense. Okay, good. All right, I'll jot it down then. Shall I jot yeah, it? Yeah, right. down. Right. Well, I am. Have that on my desk tomorrow morning. I do have some notes to, to catch up on because we have. Oh yeah, we have discussed what is Tim Riggins seeing. So check. Oh yes. Um. There's some good ones. Do you want to? Oh, actually, we've touched about matching shirts. Um, <laughs> just in case the case got real cold. <laughs> oh my god, it's incredible! I love this to do list. We're just knocking this all out. Uh, we do also have a quote that I wrote down because we were going to reference it, and I think okay. we should just insert it here. And when I say insert, okay. I wanted to have the feeling that it has to you because the quote is, "No one is getting milked on my watch." Said by which one of us? Was it Maggie? Of course. Because of all of <laughs> <laughs> Because of all of your your spam bots saying daddy milk me. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Kristen had uh, to didn't right. you have to you had to go private on your account, right? Because I went just well, been... I went private A because uh, I've been at my job for a long time and I'm now a people manager and I was kind of realizing that like I should I don't like a post my last name, but it's like not hard to figure out my thing. And I've also got a piece of hair that's bugging me. We're just gonna lean in. Do you want your full name on this on this puppy? Oh, I don't care. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I don't care. Yeah. So yeah, why not? Okay. All right. Sidebar. Yeah. We can cut that out. We um, won't cut it out. <laughs> cut it out. Keep it. Cut in. nothing. Keep it in. Cut everything else we've said out. Yeah. Keep all that in. <laughs> just have the podcast to be this, and that's it. <laughs> Do you want your name to be out there? Oh, yeah. Put it in. <laughs> Here's my social security number as well. I don't need it. It does hark back to our origins, which we can get into later. But you said the phrase oh, yeah. that stole my Scorpio okay. heart. You wrote yeah. down all of your ats and handles. And then you said, stalk me. <laughs> I did. I did. And I meant it. That was over a decade ago. Uh, what? What? Was, oh, uh, yeah. Because I was, I yeah, I went private because... Yeah, A, I don't post any, like, weird stuff, but it's just like, well, at some point, my business is my business. So if, um, and then also, every single time I, like, posted a story or anything, there were, like I said, those um, spam bots that would just like everything. And the picture would be, like, of a girl's butt, and then it would be, like, milk me daddy 6969. <laughs> and um, I'd be like, this is literally just a, a story of my cat accidentally watching the Real Housewives of New Jersey on TV. Like, why are all these, like... See, what am I doing wrong with my life? Because I haven't gotten... They go to, like, maybe the spam folder, maybe. Yeah. But I don't know why the bots glommed, like, 
Yeah. I don't know why, what I did, what I clicked. I mean, I'm not, I'm not bot shaming you. Yeah. <laughs> the right, bots come. Right. I don't know how, I don't know how they found me, but they that, found me. And so it was, and I'm, I'm persnickety enough that I would go into each and every one and I would report them for spam. And mm-hmm. then I get all these Instagram stuff, Instagram, when they, when they review stuff you've reported, they're like, we couldn't find any proof it was spam. And I was like, Really? Y'all are, y'all are dove. Of course, Milk Me Daddy 6969 is spam. I don't think I've gotten, maybe I'm not getting, am I missing yeah. like a whole folder in my Instagram? Because I've reported, because that one reel yeah. that just randomly blew up where it was just like oh, yeah. me on the mat with the dogs. Yeah. And yeah. all of a sudden it was like, oh, we're at 5,000 views. I'm like, excuse me? And then yeah. it's like 10,000, 12,000. I think it, yeah. it was like 20,000. And yeah. I pulled it because I was getting so annoyed with all of the no name, no face, well, name, but like not a very yeah. established looking presence. Yeah. From just like swarming in. Yeah. And it felt like it was clouding <clears throat> the ability to be. Anyway, I don't know where all. The, no, why, I like to be, was it, it like happened. commenting? Were they liking? Or were they like following you? Or anything, there were some. Or? There were follows, and so some of those. At first, I was like, "Oh, I'll just take the follows." And I was like, "I think that Instagram kind of frowns on who knows." I say it like Instagram is yeah. this monolithic being that has yeah. opinions and feelings. Like, oh, Instagram, yeah. we've hurt your feelings. <laughs> Instagram doesn't like it when you let bots follow yeah. you. It thinks you're a bot too. And it's like I don't know if that's actually what Instagram thinks. I don't. I don't know. But also, then if they didn't like it, if bots followed you, then maybe they'd do something about the bots. Like that feels like kind of you know, band-aid, band-aid over a bullet wound exactly. here. I'm, I'm going to get shadow banned. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram, if you're listening, uh, Mr. Instagram, yeah. Miss Instagram, whoever you are. Yeah, Mr. John Q. Instagram. John Q. Yeah. Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. Take care of the bots and then we wouldn't yeah. have this situation. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to me, yeah. bruh. Right. Yeah. So now I'm on private. So mm. um, it's a good life on private. Yeah. It's, you know, I like it. I I would just like, am I going to post a picture of myself in a bikini top? <laughs> I might. Quite possibly. But there will be no yeah. milking on my watch. There will, none. Nobody will get milked. Do I? All right. Do you want to hear this? I feel like I keep thinking we have an open tab. Let's just leave it as an open tab. We're going to be here at the Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, now I'm just going to read these and you tell me which one you want to talk okay. about. Okay. How about okay. that? All right, I have historical. Okay. Slash doula for fantasy novel. Which, right. Yeah. Your novel and other creations uh-huh. in parentheses OH plus podcast. We've already checked uh-huh. off one of those, but OH is oh, yeah. still up. Culkin's V Scarguards. Scarguards? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Excuse me. Scars guards? Scars guards. Scars. Too many S's. They're guarding scars. How have I not heard this? They're guarding our scars. Longtime friendship. What makes mm-hmm. the dream work? This is where I really heard Murray Hewitt in my head. Uh, what makes the dream work? Oh. <laughs> is it team work? <laughs> oh, that, was too, that one sounded too Australian. You, try it, give it, you can do it again. Team, team work. Team work. Not quite that team. Because I was saying tame work. Oh. But that's, that's definitely Australian. Ugh. Yeah, the tame. Team. Team. Tame. What makes team. the team work? Team. Team work? I think it's team. team. My best friend. Yeah, team. <laughs> We found it. We found okay, it. Okay, cut everything else out. Believe that. <laughs> Just okay. That and that your name is Kristen Foster. Social security Foster. number. That. Social security. Yeah. Oh, not your name. It's your social. <laughs> no, just my social. They'll figure the rest out. <laughs> uh oh, and also a grudge, a grudge camel topic. I've got one fresh off the press. 
Oh, really? Okay, yeah. great. And I'm not one to have one. No, you're not I, a good I like to, I like to yeah. clear them, but this one's yeah. fresh. So we've got that too. Um, let me see. I like all these notes. Am I just picking one or are we going to No, we're going to, we're going to do, we're going to, we can get into all of them, baby. It's just which I one to go like, first. I was like, all of them sound great. And longtime friendship is like underpinned. Yeah, like, that one just, smart. yeah. <laughs> we'll lace that one through. <laughs> hmm? Where do I start? Uh, uh. Hmm? Hmm? I do have another praise if you'd like that while we're. <laughs> Yeah, because okay. praise, and then I, I a little bit want to get into the creative pursuits. Ooh, sweet. But also hand that. in hand, I think if we can hand it, this isn't hand in hand, it's fingy and fingy. It's both. Hand in hand with the doula, with yes. the creative doula. Yes, thing, I think yes. They, perfect. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I, I love it. Thank you for your organizational skills and for your project management. This is. No, I'm, I'm here. Look, quarter horse to thoroughbred. Uh. You, made the, <laughs> you, made the, you made the comparison. <laughs> Okay, the praise. Ready? Yes. Okay. I'm ready. Well, I was thinking of how I was going to describe you, and then I <laughs> – this actually – it piggybacks off the first praise, but here we okay. go. I thought – I mean, you are a creator of many things, which we will be getting into and are about to, so great segue. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking that you are a creator of joy and that I had the phrase that we – the two of us together can gnaw the bone – of a single quote until it has more flavor than it did before. Like we, it, yeah. we both take the flavor all the way out of it. And then we bring it right back around with like our, just like our mouth juices gnawing it to death. That is so not a very flattering No, phrase, but, but I understand it completely. Like just the point where you understand what it's like to get a quote in your head, like you have a it. song in your head right. and when you can't, name the source and like i can hear the patter of exactly. it i can hear it and like we can't even hear the word right yeah yeah we go like oh, well, you're doing the one okay so that was the one yeah, we were on the hunt we for for tuesday night and it was <laughs> and we knew the hum we knew the cadence of it yeah it was, the hum was stuck in our heads we wanted to be able to say yeah. the words and then finally we placed it was a random throwaway flight of the Concords line. But for whatever yeah, reason, it wasn't even a punchline. It was just something, can you swap it for Tuesday night? Exactly. It wasn't even yeah. a punchline. But just, I think it's that we both get joy out of saying words, even if, like, I don't know a lot of people that get that kind of joy out of, like, saying a quote. Like, one of my sisters would be like, why do you both need to say it? Like, it's like, because you get to feel the yeah. feeling of it, that accent. And like yeah. moving that, you're like and I don't way, know, it's unique the way it hits when you feel really good words and you know that they've landed. Yes, it's like a little baby dopamine hit by saying it. Exactly, like and, it's not enough to see yeah. somebody else swimming in that like fun river. You want to go swim in it too. Yeah, it's yeah I don't know, the experience and to the point it. where like names, first name, last name, how you pronounce it. because this which touches into your creative doulaing. Like when you would oftentimes it was over text or email or gchat. Or sometimes a, a scribble, you'd have like a new name or a new person mm-hmm. and you'd send it to me. And I'm specifically asking like, which syllable do you hit? Or is it a soft G or a hard G or something like that? Like, I know that's important to you and it's important to me for how it sounds and how one one name flows into another, especially if you're looking at first name, last name. Which and like, ties into more appreciation because your ability yeah. and your concern for details in some ways eclipses my own. And I am very grateful because sometimes like I'm agonizing about a detail back and forth and, or like how something is organized. Like what is the structure Mm -hmm. of like my 
uh, what was one of my recent ones? Oh, trying to figure out kind of like the branding and what goes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this feels probably like a like side quest or like a kind of trivial issue, but I know that Mm -hmm. if I present it to Kristen, she will be like, "Why are you even trying to figure that out?" It'll be like, "Oh, of course you're trying to work this out." And here's what my ideas for it. And I, yeah, I really appreciate your ability to. I, I like, this goes into the doing. I like, and this is essentially a lot of what I do at work. And like, I kind of realized that's really what my like day job ends up being as it is, is like understanding, especially with you. Cause I know you understanding where you're overthinking something mm-hmm. and knowing that I have that exact same tendency. And so it's, it's a reciprocity thing. Cause you do it for me just as right. well, or I'm just like, I'm I'm caught in this web, right? And being like, oh no, you just put that foot there, that foot there, that foot there. You know, it's just right. You you someone. It's like you're on the climbing wall, and you've got the person that's down there belaying you, who can kind of see. Oh, there's a handhold up to your right. Exactly. They know where you're trying to get to, and they're helping you get there, which Mm -hmm. is so so valuable. And also that having similar like brain patterns of places where we get stuck, it could be that then we both start digging into that spot together and both get stuck. But the fact that you are really good at just being like, oh, I can see why you would get this stuck there, but you don't yeah. need to be stuck there. I can see yeah. your way out. Yeah, yeah. And being like, thank but you. But you're, not- you're, you're too far gone to be able to see it. You can't really see the exactly. forest or the trees by that point. No. And I, I mean, sidebar, I say that phrase a lot. I've never positive exact. I know what it means. Am I seeing the forest for the trees? Can't see the forest. I think it's, you can't. Like you can't see the whole because you're focused on the parts. Is, is that, that the it? idea? Okay, okay, that feels right, and that's the that's which the is also what I'm saying. Which is also but kind I of funny because I feel like as a as a whole, uh, it seems like people <laughs> usually if they're looking at a forest, they're calling it a forest. They're not just like look at that oak and look at like they're not naming unless you have a person who cares about trees and has that kind yeah. of like. People are usually just like, generally, there's the forest, there's the woods. Yeah. They're not calling out the individual I've never, trees. I'm never in a forest thinking, wow, I'm in a forest. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'm never in a forest that often, let's be real. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think it's like anything. getting over-focused on the details is where okay. I think so. Yeah. Every time I say that phrase, I'm like, I know I sound really smart saying it, but I'm never... 1000% exactly what I'm saying. But I'm just going to roll with it anyway. But no, I'd, I'd see that. And I think we can both, we're both really good at tagging each other in just to be like, okay, no, we don't need, there's already too many chefs in the kitchen of trying to figure this out. Exactly. Like I'll, I'll just be out here. Right, right. It's <laughs> like, like, just, just go outside in the alley for a smoke break. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, I'll just take you it from being a chef. <laughs> I tried to suggest to my writing group, Last time I was in Wisconsin with them, that we should all just pass our laptops like one person over and just write from wherever the other person was, and nobody was in on it. And I was like, "Come on!" That would be so fun. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Which we kind of did with the short story that we wrote, but and they're getting on the podcast next week. I'm so excited. Oh, that's oh, I can't wait to hear that. Oh, subtle plug. Next week podcast. Subtle plug. (laughs) So yeah, so. Uh, the, the doula-ing and then my own creative stuff. And then yes. I guess I kind of reference. So my, my job, my day job is I'm a, um, like a production manager for the creative wing of a marketing team. So I am good with like logistics and deadlines mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. And just hurting creatives. You know, yeah. Hurt, I mean, that's kind of hurting creatives and also 
keeping the non-creatives at bay where it's just like, all right, right sweetness, no, you got to let them do their job. Right. And I know you want it tomorrow, but you're going to have to get it next week and no one's going to die. Right. Um, because and you're the hybrid who understands the creative mindset yeah. too. So you get both sides yeah. of the, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I understand it. And there's also, and why I am glad I don't have to just like be a full-time graphic designer, even though I can do it. I'm kind of a Renaissance woman a little bit in the, in, a very specific skill set. <laughs> um, Much like James Bond. Exactly. <laughs> and I too, I was going to say I too can murder, but I don't want to cut that. Yeah, uh, cut everything. Up. Well, should we leave that? Your social security. <laughs> and what was the third thing? There was one other piece you said to leave in. Uh oh. I don't remember. This is our memory hilarious. test. We're failing it. <laughs> We're failing. My memory's getting worse, man. I don't know. Between the two of us. We're not even at our beach house in our 70s yet, and we're already. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, guys, Grace and Frankie is the story of our life. Yes. Guess, <laughs> guess who's who. <laughs> <laughs> but our non-existent husbands will fall in love and leave us for each other. So, like, obviously that's a given. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's what we're looking for in all of yeah. life. That's all I want. Just skip to that part. Can we skip to the good part? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, back to job. So- back to job, yeah. Back to jobs. Yeah. So that's what I do. But I like before this, I was a I mean, it was the same kind of job. But I remember taking when I uh, taking a University of Chicago class on like developmental editing. And that's where you kind of, I don't know, it was a vague definition of what it is. But you kind of like talk to the writer about like forming their argument and stuff. And that's like in academic publishing, if like you're going to help someone turn their dissertation into a book and stuff like that. But I've kind of liked that idea since then of like, like, I don't know, like, like we talked about, like a doula, like watching you have the idea for what is, can we say the series name, your eco-fantasy uh, trilogy? No, I don't even know if we call it that anymore. What do you want to call it's it? not that? I don't know. Uh, I say, oh, like, oh, who says your, that? Your, me, your me, like five years ago. <laughs> your fantasy series. There we go. Let's say that, sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. but yeah. like you've, this has been, this has been you know, you've been working on it slowly and building out the, not even slowly, like you, the amount you've done in the time you've done it of like building out an entire world and the amount that it's morphed and grown and morphed and grown, even over the last 10 years, yep. 10 years, yeah. 2000, 2013. Yeah. I remember cause you came back from India and you added the, mm. cut that out. <laughs> oh, bless you. You but do I remember know when you, added them. You, yeah. you have like the full baby book of the yeah. development. I do. It's yeah. all in here. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'll be showing my book to you and I'll be like, telling my book, like, when you were in diapers, your Auntie Kristen mm-hmm. used to, you know, listen to yeah. me rant about the similarities between these two houses or the, mm-hmm. like, is what animal name should this be yeah. or whatever. And, or like the root word of something. Like, I want to use this as yeah. a root word, for right. this, but do we add this? suffix this suffix this suffix yeah. and so it's like a little bit language building at the same time and then time. the book will be like Ugh, mom <laughs> <laughs> she's weird she smells weird <laughs> remember when we had the idea that too uh my cat for Kristen knows but you had yeah. the idea actually i think that she doesn't even think of us as our names she just thinks of us as the color of our shirts oh yeah it's being so weird right now <laughs> She can't, she still can't be bothered to learn your name. <laughs> it's just like, and it changes based on the color of my shirt. So it's yeah. not even like it's a consistent, like she always calls me blue. Yeah, no. Yeah. Oh, God. What, what is this? Is this a gray? Is this a gray? Is this a Heather, Heather gray? This is like a light Heather gray. 
Light has a great speak of flame today. <laughs> it would feel even worse if she was really specific about the color. <laughs> like if it wasn't even just gray. Robin's like blue, you bitch. <laughs> Esther, that's less syllables. <laughs> we've, we've known each other for like 15 years. My name is Esther. <laughs> it's definitely not from capacity. It would just be from her no, own power. Spite. Yeah, yeah, just for spite. <laughs> that's it. Spite. I'm sorry. Okay, what was it? Yeah, we were. Um, we were somewhere that wasn't too. And dueling. Yes, and back, stuff like yeah. that. So yeah, because I came in as a late midwife, yes. a very late midwife for uh, a wash fall of. The watch. This I should know. This is a the or a the the. I know it's that. It's always been that. Doesn't matter. It doesn't exist anymore. Uh, does it not? I mean, it is does. It? it does. The people who have it have it. Yeah, but, but it has been pulled from publication sale. because it's back under the knife. Is this a spoiler? Have we not talked about this? No, I, th- I thought I knew it was under okay. the knife. Okay, you wait, know. Wait. Yeah, yeah. Is it still like a v like a like a like a second edition? No, or it's the edition. Mm. I mean. Nice. So you're like, no. I feel like I did know this and I forgot. Like it's, it's all coming back. It's all coming back. This is one of those me taking the bit and running with it because everyone that loves me and loved that book is like, what? Why are you doing that? And I'm just like, you can have what you had and it's fine and it's there. But it's not what's going to be offered. Yeah. It's like, that's just not how I want it to be out there. I want an expanded version of more of the latter half. Yeah. And I want to have a, a different sort of like vibe, and, so, and I'm just gonna do it because like it. I can. Yeah. I feel like I feel like years ago I was like, no, that's a terrible idea, and that's so when I worked at in academic publishing and like version control, and I was just like, it's your book, you self publish it. Right. Who gives a rat's right. ass? Right, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, okay. well, if I'm the only one that really cares about what it is or isn't. I mean, not to say that because I know there are people yeah. who like it, but they have it. That's what I'm saying is yeah. that I'm the one who cares about how it ongoing is. Yeah. Then it's up to me to decide. And I'm perfectly understand. Like I do. Yeah. I get people being like. Well, it's, yeah, you don't, you don't, but I don't, there's no reason. There's literally no reason why you can't. Yeah. And, you know, like early editions of things exist right. and multiple editions of things right. exist and it doesn't mean and especially it's a work of creative fiction and of my creative fiction and if there's yeah. anything that's true of me is that girl gonna reinvent so yeah. anyways back to the dueling we are keeping on anyways. this <laughs> i'm no, keeping no, us here yeah. so it's just i i've really enjoyed watching you create and i think that's the, one of the best things about our friendship mm. and the time in our lives when we found each other and how what's been so pivotal of me in the last, uh, I think it's actually 12 years now of our friendship is that you have always been yourself. And that sounds like something completely obvious to say, but it's just like, you have always been yourself and you have always done things your way. Mm-hmm. And there's a specific Esther way. And I think especially, you know, the times when any time I've watched you doubt yourself or like want to try to blend in more with like this crowd, I'm like, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. everyone else sucks. Like the way we, <laughs> the way things are is about like growing up and like going to, you know, not being homeschooled to so going right. to public schools and everything like that. And kind right. of the way you get used to classifying people in terms of like age really mattering and what year you graduated right. really matter or if you graduated mattered. Yeah, and like it's status kind markers. of like 
seeing you and being friends with you, I feel like this is coming across weirdly, coming across weirdly condescending, but it's just like, you've always been you and like any other like label of what you do, why you do something was just completely gone. And I think that was one of the first times I like really encountered someone who's actually an individual and living life their way. Mm. And you've always done it. And mm. even times when we haven't agreed or I haven't understood a decision you made or I thought it was weird or I thought it was uncomfortable, we've worked through it. And I've learned a shitload mm. so just like about myself and about the way the world works and what matters and what doesn't. And especially like age is a thing that doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. In some cases, legally, in terms of your romantic partners, yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but like just in terms of milestoning yourself of what you should have done by when. Mm. And it's just something you don't hold yourself to at all. Yeah. And it's rare. And so that's like, I always just kind of was fascinated early on and watching you create these things and watching you having the same impulses for creating things and being so scared of sharing that part of myself with people Mm. and you just doing it because you had to get it out of you and had to get it out there Mm. and tell people about it was something that was like completely... I hid that part of myself and, you know, very carefully curated it for people I trusted. But even up until like the last two years, there's like this level of like silliness and openness. Like I haven't shared with everybody. Yeah. I like versioned myself for people. Yeah. Now I'm like, right. this is me. So like, mm. that's a little bit of a tangent, but like, that was what has been so like fascinating about like meeting you and knowing you and watching the way you create. So Thank Get the you. tear face in, Mama. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, am I making you cry right now? <laughs> That's such a freaking beautiful and appreciated reflection. Like I am actually able to receive it and be like, oh, that is true. Good. Thank you. Yeah. Because there's parts of me where it's like, Psh, I have not been, like I've had compartments. Like, you know, I had, of you know, you this have. version yeah. of this, what's okay here, what's not okay there. Like scanning the field and I am blending them a little bit more and then getting waves of anxiety. Mm-hmm pausing, yeah, acclimating, absolutely. blending them more, getting another wave of anxiety, pausing. Yeah, acc- that's pretty much how it's going right now. But yeah, I I can see that that has been what I've been doing all along, even though mm-hmm. there've always there's been muscles built of like able yeah. to do it more comfortably because as much yeah. as you saw me being like expressing myself and being myself, it mm-hmm. I I did still have the lingering and still sometimes have rise-ups of weight. Like, it is, I will say, like, age to me is just bizarre at this point. Being the age I am, like, there's a core identity of myself that never could have identified with this age of being. Thirties, moving into forties. There's just like this inner Esther that so identifies with I'm the youngest. You know, mm-hmm. yeah, I had a younger brother, but it took eleven years before, and so I had a pretty strong psychological mm-hmm. I'm the baby feeling, yeah. which I know you have some. Oh, of course, you know, we're babies here. Three quarters of my babies as being a youngest child and an only girl. The baby girl, <laughs> being the baby yeah. girl, and there's just there's part of me that feels both kind of this like this rip. Van Winkle sort of thing of like waking up like wait how am I in this body mm-hmm. like where did the time go yeah but also it does feel more like the child self version of me that just feels free to create and is kind of stoked mm-hmm. on what she's stoked on and isn't trying to impress yeah 
Like the me that happened before the psychological divorce of going through my teenage angst yeah. of like, you know, from going to being homeschooled, having my own version of that. I was cool. My sisters thought I was hysterical, sometimes annoying, yeah. but also I was, you know, yeah. to going to peers and other people giving you this reflection that you were odd and that, mm-hmm. you know, I wasn't even, I would say something and have no idea yeah. that what I just said was weird and yeah. then getting that feedback was a jolt. Just kind of this of like the view and of I, self shifted to like, oh no. And then feeling scared and wanting to blend and mm-hmm. not even being sure what word mm-hmm. was going to be the big word that was seen as yeah. like being a nerd. No, those moments when I saw you wanting to blend, I'd be like, no, stop. These people suck. <laughs> yes. Which <laughs> Don't I, blend. I, I was still doing, wait, at the time when you met me, I was in my twenties and I was still mm-hmm. kind of working through all of that. Yeah. And, you know, still working through yeah. parts of that but it's, there's it's, so it's, it's so much further back in the waves now realizing the parts of me like I had this catharsis a couple of months ago where I was just like crying out like mm-hmm. oh like the parts of myself that I contorted and felt were terrible for people that I don't even talk to anymore that I was trying yeah. to blend in with but yeah. I've always been interested in the stuff that I'm interested in and yeah. them not being interested in it like I mean not to say all my interests have stayed the same sure. always but you know what I mean yeah the way my way of being I actually really enjoy and yeah. trying to just match like a cheerleader basketball sort of environment mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. felt like an alien that was about to get discovered rural. and I'm killed sorry. you in rur- <laughs> not rural suburban Chicago come on like oh. like also that was me trying to blend yeah. by looking like a confident person that was it. Isn't that funny? I was insecure enough that I was trying yeah. to cover as confident yeah. person. Yeah. But in my being still, no. No. Because you were, like, it was just very much, and it was something that was interesting. I remember even seeing, like, like yeah, I can tell you are insecure about the fact that you don't blend, or I can tell, you know, there are times when you have tried to do things the... Accepted. The accepted conformist way. And and I remember seeing when you were insecure about it, but you still have always been so you. Mm. And so that's and that just authenticity is there and has always been there, even when you haven't seen it. And I do think like I'm very much the same way there because yeah, I've been absolutely. on my own self-esteem journey. And I've always been this person. I just <laughs> like this person most of the time now. Which is really- <laughs> That is, yeah. 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 I would say it is very mm-hmm. parallel, parallel journey because, I mean, you are not the stock standard, like, regular issue human. The rarity of you. I mean, if you consider that I I actually didn't go further away for college to start with, like, from mm-hmm. when I went back, when I went back, like, we met in Illinois and then I was going to yeah. go back to school. I didn't want to be too far away from you and Chuckles. Oh, I remember. Uh, Jingle the bells. Because, well, and the thing is, this has happened with very, very few people in my life, not to make it like I think there's going to be increasing more as I'm becoming more. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's not going to be, I don't really want a crowd. Who can keep up with a crowd? But like yeah, the, yeah, the core yeah. people that you draw yeah. to you, you know when you find them. Because yeah. they're not, you don't have 20 of them everywhere you go, yeah. you know? And yeah. I had moved around a lot and I had met a lot of people and mm-hmm. there's sometimes almost, this is going to sound, but yeah. there's almost like an NPC element to some mm-hmm. people where it's just like, I met you, the other version of you in that town. Mm-hmm. And yeah. you're nice. I like interacting with you, but I met that version. And yeah. I don't meet another Kristen, like yeah. when I move around. So anyways, mm-hmm. rare enough that, mm-hmm. but... Uh, where was I? I tangented it off. <laughs> the train went away. 
But yeah, your willingness to just be your full quirky self and own it when you showed up with those <laughs> bright ass <laughs> gel pins. And well, your ducky socks as well. But I'm talking OG, like when we were first meeting at the Gleach uh, in Uh, editing class, uh, and you had those bright neon pens. And I am like, meanwhile, I am beside, like, often sitting beside you. Like, once we figured out, oh, this is who, this is who I vibe with. We're gonna sit next to each other. Um, Before that, I was, I didn't understand about you're supposed to pick a seat and sit in it every week, like the public school thing. I was like, which seat do I feel like tonight? And I was disrupting Mm -hmm. so many people's rhythms without realizing I found that out later when I got to college. But anyway, (laughs) uh, but the, you had those like bright pens Mm -hmm. and I was trying to make sure I had everything by the book. Like, okay, what kind of, okay, we have black ink. We have the two books we're supposed to bring and I'm hauling them 10 miles from the train station to get to the class. And you are just over there gleefully writing in a pen that it's hard to me. You were like, I wrote this and I don't know if she's going to accept I turned, it. Yeah, I realized belatedly I turned in an entire assignment. I wrote a neon orange pen and That's I was it. like, well, <laughs> well I'm not going to redo it now. <laughs> <laughs> but it was also, you You were so, it, it felt like a confidence because you were so comfortable with it. Like, mm-hmm. well, that's what it is. And yeah. it wasn't seeming to rack you with anxiety, even mm-hmm. though I was like full on like, how do we impress this teacher? She seems intimidating. Yeah. And you also had a professional relationship with the teacher mm-hmm. where you were kind right. of it almost a it boss. That I knew her. <laughs> and so it had this like, who is this person who already mm-hmm. is in such a professional capacity that she's kind of has power over, not power over, I don't want to, if, yeah. if, I mean, we're going to beep it. We always beep it. <laughs> I miss you. <laughs> <sighs> and her size. Um, but you had, in some ways, it seemed like you had a position that was sort of, mm-hmm. like, she answered mm-hmm. to you for some things. Yeah. And so here you are, like, this cool chick in the city that I was just like, mm-hmm. who? Chick in the city? <laughs> chick in the city? Cool chick in the city. That might be the title. Oh, you know, I was also just looking for my phone, and I realized that I'm talking on it. <laughs> But yeah, you seemed like you had a lot of things together that I hadn't quite figured out how to put together mm-hmm. in my own life. Like you have, you know, your own place. Well, I had my own place, but it just felt like you were yeah. adulting in a way that still mm-hmm. felt like you had brought your kid self with you. And I don't find yeah. that happening very often, which is why I was like, ah, yeah. she has managed to protect yeah. her inner child. My inner child is safe with her. Let's go play. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, it was. And that was what's fun. And I think it's, we both kind of the things we found in our lives lacking that, that mm-hmm. we kind of found in each other. And then we were like, oh, none of us knows what we're doing. Right. But let's be friends. Right. And the the wacky, our versions of Hangouts where it wasn't mm-hmm. like, I think both of us kind of found it boring to just do, although we did go back to one particular favorite restaurant in Chicago a few times. However, I think that we didn't just like the, oh, let's go out to bars and try to pick, like, (laughs) look at us both like, oof, because we don't want to pick anyone up. Then we'd have to talk to strangers. Where are we going? I'm hungry and I want to go home and I don't want you involved. (laughs) Like we wanted to be comfortable. We wanted to have company that we enjoyed and that we felt safe with. And we had our Kill Bill craft nights, right? Oh, right. Do you remember this? We yes. watch Tarantino movies and do crafts <laughs> and drink yeah. in the winter before I got mono. Immaculate yeah. conception, by the way. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't. I was about to say murder, but that's, <laughs> <laughs> thinking about the thinking about the Tarantino. You all, you didn't murder anyone. Yeah, and you didn't kiss anyone. Yeah, just happened. Yeah. It just no, happened because I was hanging out with you and I didn't get mono. 
we were making out all the time. Just kidding. You did have a coworker that also got it, though. You were I a did. common My denominator. My coworker got it, like, right at the same time. So I wonder if I am, like... Maybe you... Yeah, who knows? I, I mean, I was... I was mono Mary. <laughs> I was stressed. My body was stressed a lot. I, it was mm. the one of my first winners, maybe in Chicago, and I was mm. didn't have a car. I didn't have a car at the time, ah. so I was walking. Ah, <laughs> Central Park. What? <laughs> <laughs> the squat got me. Um, I was walking like a couple of miles to the train station in you know three degree weather and hip high snow for a good portion of that winter yeah. so i think my body was just like uh maybe now have a big yeah. rest now and mm-hmm. eat popsicles and mm-hmm. nap in the sunshine and text Kristen things that you're not going to remember yeah you you wrote an entire blog post that is lost to the internet about how to make a quilt or how to make your style of a quilt and it was the best thing i've ever read and it was like on an old tumblr Ugh. or an old web that moved to an old website or vice versa and all are lost we've tried to like internet way back machine that and everything i yeah i thought i had found the old macbook that i wrote that on because I I can picture some of the photos that I included, but I can't yeah. remember what the text was like. And you telling me it's one of the best. I mean, you know, the writer in me is like, what was it? How like how yeah. is it good? How can I replicate? But it's I just lost. think it was so. I'm I I love a I love an unhinged how to document Which, like that. I've written quite a few of those myself. So someone else that can do that, I'm like, yes, you know. <laughs> and also, that's an example of me owning like. Because I dabble in a lot of different things, but I'm not, I wouldn't say I'm a quilter or good at quilting. I've made mm-hmm. three quilts, but the way that I do them, I wouldn't necessarily recommend to everybody, but I kind of just like, I almost said like pants off. Like, yeah, <laughs> I pants just kind of, quilt. I, I, I pants off told them how I do it and owned okay. that it's sort of ridiculous. It's not the correct way. But I just mm-hmm. made jokes the whole time yeah, and yeah. had a lot of photos to document it and yeah. put it together. I know what it's called. How to slap a quilt-like thing together. That was it. That yeah. was it. That was it. Brilliant. If anyone can find it, send it to us. Send it yeah. To if I make an internet wayback machine or archive.org or whatever that thing is called now, yeah. I'll make it an M. Hold on. What is it? Peanut butter m M&M. Wait. Peanut butter or peanut? Peanut butter. Mm. So, like a Reese's, like a Reese's Pieces? Have you never had a peanut butter M&M? It is like a Reese's Pieces, but and like... chocolate? Also, I'm really scared I just dropped one and I don't want to go. I'll figure it out. I thought I dropped one in my crotch and I don't... I'm touching it and there's no peanut butter M&M in there. Leave all that in. <laughs> I'm going to leave that. You saying you I didn't murder anybody. Your social yeah, security number. I'm going to talk about murder and that other thing. That yeah, was probably and the other fun. thing that we forgot. That was prob- mm-hmm. It was probably funny to yeah. us. Um, okay, something I was thinking about. Mm-hmm. As I was searching for an M&M in my crotch. Classic story. Yeah. <laughs> Classic. So the thing about me being creative and my own creative pursuits combined with a mostly untrue narrative I have about myself mm-hmm. is that I can't finish anything. Mm-hmm. Which considering, I mean, it's not, it's true and it's untrue because yeah. like, but like, my there's a lot here about like my acceptance of what I bring to the table creatively and all that stuff. Right. Cause like I wanted to be a writer mm-hmm. for like as long, you know, as long as I could. And it wasn't quite like, you know, I would like 
My dad is a self-employed um, like accountant who does people's taxes and things like that. So he's always had like the biggest, he's always had at his house. So I had like really cool computers and printers and copy machines. And so I would like make my own books by just like writing two sentence stories and printing it out on his printer and then put it in a binder. Or I would print out things from um, Microsoft Encarta, which was the, you know, the Microsoft CD encyclopedia CD-ROM at the time. Listen to Um, that. I have not thought of the word CD-ROM. Microsoft Encarta or CD-ROM. The CD-ROM, I think. (laughs) But what I what I would also do is uh, I told a friend about this recently is I would then we had the like the like full A to Z set of world book encyclopedias, like the book encyclopedias at my mom's house. And so I would come home from a weekend from from my dad's having printed off a lot of animal pictures and articles from his like CD-ROM encyclopedia and then taking them home to cross check the facts in the world books just to make sure both encyclopedias agreed. But like, is this is this like are all these facts about the fennec fox true um this is what a writer would create as the origin story of an editor or writer you know like (laughs) and as a child she used to cross-reference the the whether these facts about the fennec fox were right i don't know why i don't even remember any facts i just know it's a little tiny desert fox that's a night creature okay so i remember a lot of facts about it classic this is Okay, I I will say you're also the friend who brings me the most interesting minutia from all categories. That you know, you send so you send a good meme, but I feel like memes, friends sending memes, that's Anyone gauche. Can Anybody can meme. No, how many friends are sending you random insights about the mating habits of slugs? I got super into it. You should so be friends weird. with Kristen. Their dicks come from behind their little antenna, which aren't even <laughs> antenna. It's like their eyeballs. Imagine at what point do they stop calling like, it? It's like, oh, this is coming out. At what point is it the eyeball? Yeah, because where does your eyeball? Oh, God, now I'm trying to know. Does your eyeball get sucked in as your dick comes out? <laughs> Guys, I got really, I've also trapped many people to talk to them about slug baiting habits. It is. Um, it is. Have you seen the It is like you're a, a bee that goes out and collects pollen and you come yeah. back to the hive and you shake all the pollen off your legs mm-hmm. and let it, oh, and, or let us know which flowers are really full of it. Yeah. And I yeah. love that because I'm interested in many different things, as you know. And it used to be mm-hmm. only not three things. Do you remember mm-hmm. that it used to be not workouts? Right. How to make a mixed drink. Yeah. And actually, I've forgotten what the third one was. Might have been finances. And I am yeah. actually now interested also in those. So we've 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 converted the last <laughs> dentist. They're all recommending Trident now. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> anyway, um, the bee, the pollen gathering. Yeah, the pollen gathering. I don't know. So I always wanted to be a writer, but I I think I wanted to like when I was in high school, I wanted to like write my great American novel, whatever it was. No, I had actually no. I had a couple. Nope, that's not even true. I mean, it is, but there's a little bit of there's a little bit of backup there too. I had a book I was or a book I was writing. It was just kind of a loose story written in like a composition book that didn't have a plot, didn't go anywhere. Is this Janie Origins? No, this okay. was the oh. first story that didn't even have it. It was like a group of friends, and like a girl liked a guy, and then another girl liked a guy, and I didn't figure out where to go from there. But I 
you know. I mean, there are books like that for sure. Yeah, yeah. And then I did get into both reading and writing in sync fan fiction in mm. like the late middle school. Um, cherish it always. Early high school. Have I ever told you about this? I yes, have. cherish it always, right? Or no, that's cherish, at least well, yeah, no. Cherish it always was just a, that was just a fan letter I was writing to J.C. Chazé, oh. including my eighth grade school picture, which on the back of it, I wrote cherish it always. Oh, the purity of your heart. 1998. So sweet. Yeah, I was like, hey, boy, you want these kids? Because <laughs> I was 14. <laughs> and also, I didn't have any. And also, that wouldn't have occurred to me. I just wanted to write him nine straight pages of how awesome I thought he was. And I expected him to come to my house and propose to me. I always and crave anyway. watching Liz Lemon when we interact. Because, <laughs> hey, boy, <laughs> these kids. It's like so illicit. <laughs> I was, what is that one where she does oh my sorry my i need to figure out a way to mute notifications without dates i was gonna yeah, like fully hanging up my exactly face. but anyway hopefully things won't blow up right now but you know that one where she's with chris with two s's like later in the seasons yeah and she's doing like that voice of like i'm mike from home depot <laughs> She, there was so much about the representation of her that made me feel so seen as a weirdo woman. Uh, Anyways, go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So I wrote my NSYNC fan fiction and I I read a lot of it and then I wrote some and I did, I would post it on a website, like a GeoCities website I made myself and I would host other people's as well. So I had like gotten into like coding my own shitty little website and, and I wrote my own and I would post it chapter by chapter and I did never finish them. So that's why like, I mean, I get bored. I, well, this is Aries in you. I mean, we don't need to get into your birth chart right yeah. now, but we could. Um, I got a lot in Aries. Is that why? Yeah. I, I mean, to me, Aries is sort of the the fresh start on things. And mm-hmm. I can't actually remember which planets of yours. So I can't. I feel like your Venus is there, uh, right? It's the first so three. It's Mercury, Venus, yeah. and Mars. So your communication, your drive, and – or I'm not doing these in order of what you said. Your, like, communication, like, thoughts, and your, like, relationships and what you value, and then your drive. So Mm -hmm. Mars especially being there, it's, like, how you take action and what you are driven about. Mm -hmm. Also how you fight, which is why you are feisty in a battle. (laughs) (laughs) Look, sometimes... If you insult my student council Valentine's Dance poster, I will smack you in the head. Yeah. That, that. I was that didn't there. happen, but it did. Yeah. Well, not to you. It's no. To someone else. <laughs> I, no, I was just bit. <laughs> I forgot about that until I said it. I don't want you to think I sit around thinking about it. Let me just write down <laughs> zero days since thinking about it. <laughs> Again, I was trying to put that out of my mind. Oh, I'm gonna need. I'm gonna call my therapist. I need a session tomorrow. Where were we? Oh, um, yeah. So like I start a bunch of things and, and then, you know, maybe don't see it through or feel like I don't see it through or whatever. But I feel I like have it's the, the like, trying out though. I feel like yeah. a lot of the things, if you thought back on them, they meant up things where it's like you feel that you've like lost out in your life because you didn't yeah. finish them. Yeah. You were going with them for as long as they yeah. 
yeah. felt like the thing to do. And then you let go of them, tried something else and, and built your... all of these. I would always like physically write all these in notebooks. And I have all these notebooks, including that first whatever weird attempt at a novel when I was like 13. They're all in a trunk in storage at my mom's house. Are you, so listening? It's like, Are you listening, everyone? So uh, mom's go house. Rob, don't go rob my mom. No, please don't. Oh. No, please don't. Um, yeah, but that's not even the ones like I can't even I can't bear to like throw them away. I also can't bear to read them. I need I need them to cook a couple more years and then they're going to be awesome. <laughs> well, do you think like when you picture cuz I'm trying to sort this out for myself too of like when mm-hmm. you picture cuz I've always pictured being some kind of creative and mm-hmm. for the longest time it's been a writer before that I was animator. But when you picture being a writer, do you have like specific what do you picture about it that you want to be? Do you picture having all the fan interaction or mail or like knowing that people are reading it or just that you can write and not have to do other things because the writing is like what what is the picture that you've had or and, I, and if it's changed because I'm yeah. it's quite possible. No, it's interesting because I think like when I was younger, I think also the fact that I just didn't I would write all these things and I guess saying that I posted my own instinct fan fiction online sounds like I was sharing my writing out for a lot of people but there's like this was this was pre-social media online so this was like you know whoever.geocities.com and I there wasn't I don't if I put my real name on it or something there was nothing connecting it to me so and I was still even very insecure about it then so I think I kind of just used to want I want to so it wasn't wanting to be seen then. No, it was like I wanted to be a person who wrote. Right. <laughs> like, yes. When I was younger, that's really what it, I wanted to be a person who does that and did it. Because it's it's a way that I do enjoy expressing myself. Mm-hmm. And I think when I was younger, I always just saw that what you do is you just write novels or mm-hmm. you write books. And I want to be a person that writes books. And in college, I a little bit was like, oh, I could be a journalist. And then I was like, I don't want to do this. <laughs> so I flirted with that for a couple years and then absolutely didn't want to continue that. But yeah, it was just a person that wrote books because I thought it just didn't occur to me that there was something else. And as I've gotten older, like I said, articles and magazine articles kind of started to be something different. Um, I considered like screenplays or writing anything like that, but could never quite get into it. And I realized around the time of the first year of our friendship and and oval hotness is that the kind of writing I actually like doing is essentially being myself, which is just writing the things I say. Mm -hmm. And then the first time, aside from like letting you read a couple small things, the first time I really let people shared my writing with people was that first year of Oval Hotness in 2012. Okay, it is time. It's time to get into it. Talk to us about what is. Okay, the origins of it. So it was, we ran it for three years. Mm -hmm. I was going to do a fourth and then never did. So we only did it 2012, 2013, 2014. It was a March Madness style online tournament pitting presidents against each other in an online poll to see who at the end of the tournament was the hottest. Now the definition of hottest ended up being more than just like, (laughs) would you fuck Teddy Roosevelt? And a lot of people were like, yeah, well, a lot of people said yes. Well, I mean, for that one, yes, a lot of people said yes. But that's, but that wasn't where we, you know, it wasn't truly on the physical. It got to be kind of like, who is like, who do you have more of like a history crush on? Who is more interesting? It it seems like we explored, what does hotness mean (laughs) as much as we explored Really, truly. (laughs) And is Hotness having a horse named Cincinnatus? Or was it Cincinnati? His horse was named Cincinnati. All Ulysses S. Grant. The 
Oh, I thought I thought you meant Teddy. The um, the bling, the what do you call it that you oh, did? Oh, the blingy, Blingies, yeah, the blingies yeah. that you did yeah. for his because uh, he won his yeah. year or he won one year. He won the first year, yeah. So, but like, so the 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 tale behind it was um, I was on R.I.P. I was on Twitter at the time, mm. and in the days we're really enjoying it, and I have a friend named Chrissy from St. Louis who. I don't, why I say is from she's from St. Louis is her. Do you want to include her social or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At Chrissy and STL. Hey girl. Hey. But she was, um, I think under the influence of some of the devil's lettuce and was tweeting some about like, which president y'all think was hot? I think, I don't even remember who she said. Was she trying to say Andrew Jackson was hot? Chrissy? I mean, if you're only looking at, the quaff. You're only looking at the $20 bill. You're like, woo, that guy. <laughs> you don't even think about like the trail of tears or anything like that. Then sure. Cause that was really why we started bringing stuff up. Because if you're really going to talk about like Andrew Jackson being hot, we're just like, but can you really think a man's hot who thought the trail of tears was a good idea? And like, I don't know. Depends on, I mean, if you're engaging with a, a online, a- online March Madness style poll about, mm. uh, presidential attractiveness and mm-hmm. you are that kind of person so Chrissy said that on Twitter and I was kind of like and my response was uh I think you can figure out an overly complicated way to get to, that, to answer that question this is like the essence of committing to the bit because at first I was just doing it because it was funny and then I was like and so then I literally like I made one of those March Madness basketball grids the brackets brackets that's what it was why am I calling it a grid <laughs> <laughs> The word bracket just absolutely eluded me. And then and then I figured out because there's another blog called Go Fug Yourself that would do something similar. So I was like studying the – there's all sorts of March Madness style voting tournaments these days. Mm. Um, so I was like studying how to do it. And then I showed Chrissy and like an hour later I was like, I made this bracket. And then I actually, once again, committing to the bit, decided to do it. It's just like set it up on Tumblr. It was like, okay, do that and host this here and then actually set up a posting schedule. And it could have just been according to like this the, – the, I figured out a seeding program and a way to rank them. So in order to get them in the right conferences, I, God, why do I say I don't know how to finish things? I that mean, was really complicated. Exactly. Exactly. And named them. And this first year I did it all myself. Cause I was just like, I'm going to do it. And then the posting schedule of figuring out, I was like, okay, we want the post to be live for this long. So we've got to post them Monday, Tuesday, and then like push it on social all week. And I didn't, I, you know, other people, the friends started chipping in and helping. Because you, yeah, so the first year was just you, right? Because it wasn't it was just, just you posting the brackets. Yeah. You also did bios of each president. I did each bios for each of each one. And specifically, so it's like that first one was like James Garfield versus William McKinley. And it's just kind of like, okay, well, you know, we judge just judging on their portraits or who is James Garfield? And then kind of that was a little bit, it just started as like two sentences and then each one I started – it was when I discovered Warren G. Harding's middle name. The G standed for Gamaliel. <laughs> and then I made like four Lord of the Rings jokes in a row. And I was like, is this fun? This and is – and this yeah. is why I I am more the style of things in some ways over the substance of things. Like mm-hmm. I could be uninterested in whatever, a sport or whatever. But if someone pitches it to me in – uh, comedic and or clever way, mm-hmm. I can be very entertained. <laughs> so that I mean, there's a whole 
and I, I can't, and I actually just thought about it. I can't pretend the, like the website, go fuck yourself. And there was like a parent website that I read religiously for years called television without pity. Mm. And it was that people, people would just be writing, um, TV show recaps. And so I remember reading seasons upon seasons of, um, this woman recapping America's next top model. And even it was some, it was, you know, like whole podcasts that are just episode TV recaps one, but that was in the old days, children, when you would just have to read <laughs> someone writing out their recap of like last night's episode of America's right. Next Top Model, and the style they were with yep. the jokes and the yep. commentary like it's that, spot on. That's what me you, as a yep. person. It did. And so I was giving it the television without pity treatment to what I had just, um, what I had just, just word vomited, like vacuumed up from Warren G. Harding's Wikipedia page, and I was yeah. like, okay, so what way can I do this to? But that wasn't even the first time I did that. I used to do something like that for Laura. I've always kind of enjoyed retelling stuff like that. Greek mythology that, like, as well. The Greek I mythology see ones. a thread yeah. emerging. I forgot about that. Do I, I feel, know myself? At I all? feel like we're 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 inching toward an epiphany. We're we're pressing on a pimple. No, not we're that. Really one. pressing on a pimple <laughs> we're here. Really pressing on it. We're no. gonna pop that blister. I yeah, I am. I am curious. I'm not. We don't have to get right on mm. it because I am no. curious what because I I know the oval hotness era of things yeah. and the novel era of things and then the new story novel novella yeah, idea of things something. and I'm yeah. curious if you have any stirrings lately and or in what direction like if you have like because going through all this it does remind me what a good comedy writer and recapper yeah. you are. And it feels like that is a pretty wide, it, like wide yeah, open space like, for you to play I like in. To yeah. do. And I think you and I, cause I had been toying with like, Oh, I want a website. I want a blog. I want somewhere where I can write. And I, I've started three or four and I do one post and I'm like, Oh, I'm terrible. And then I never update it. I always love your bio and first post though. They're always <laughs> tantalizing. How can I say nothing? It is <laughs> many words as possible they're just stellar like, you write a great bio yeah hi i'm kristen i'm a person thanks um <laughs> no it's like just the right amount of like quirky interests and yeah and humor and it yeah it's always like very alluring sidebar hmm do you remember mm, no, probably when not. you and alicia rewrote my okay cupid profile no, but I stand by it. Whatever we did. I Okay, I don't remember all of it, but I think there was a couple one because I was still, once again, before the apps, so this is, I was trying to, I was ha- was on IQQ, but I went on that one date with that one guy, we called him Man Toast. Oh my God. <laughs> that's, that's what Man Toast was? That was from, that was, that was, that was where Man Toast and then Port Man Toast came from. Oh no! I remember be. I remember that Mantoast existed as a yeah. phrase that we had, like some pun or portmanteau or something, and then that we made yeah. the further portmanteau, portmanteaust. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then I think that we also didn't want to give him because we thought no, about we naming our our crap. mutual I mean, blog. Like a, we did. I know. Just like he was we, he someone just, who was like an, an actuary, and I didn't know what that is until oh. like a lot of the day. He was like, I love math. And I was like, we got nothing in common, buddy. See, I would actually enjoy talking to that person now, but we all changed. Yeah. Anyways, go for it. At the time, you know, it's, it's whatever. No, we, you were rewriting. And it was definitely, it was my interests that you guys had nailed down to like goat cheese, 
key changes in songs. Ooh. Oh my god, there was one more thing. Oh that- man, we knew you. But also this sounds like them writing rewriting Charlie's <laughs> dating profile. What That's do you like? Exactly Magnets. why I think we were doing it. <laughs> Cover up your knees if you're going to be walking around everywhere. <laughs> Little green ghouls, ready? <laughs> <laughs> you did rewrite my own Cupid. It was one more thing. What? It was key changes in songs. I don't know. I'll come back to it. Was this revenge? Well, no. It sounds like we did a good profile, actually. But mm. uh, when you all were joining me in a Google Doc to oh, help yeah. me write the back cover copy. No. And <laughs> you started typing about the Hulk. I'm always, even still, I need to know, even still at work, I'm the one that can derail a meeting quicker than anyone else. I'm proud of you. I will be the one that called the meeting, and I'm like, it's crazy outside, right, guys? They're like, Kristen, we've been here for 15 minutes. I'm like, oh, y'all want to talk about work? (laughs) Which I think we both like to derail things because we like Mm -hmm. to stop and look at the funny flower we just saw. Which is why our podcast was pretty much a bunch of us just hopping on and off the yeah. train and never yeah, knowing. Yeah, like, we talked that whole episode going. that was just a review of Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> Infinity War. <laughs> no, it was Infinity War or Endgame. One way I said I wanted to fuck the Hulk. <laughs> a Chelsea boot. That's what it was. <laughs> it was because they put him in that cardigan and the Chelsea boot. cardigan and those glasses and his Chelsea boots. <laughs> you're so hot. <laughs> <laughs> Why you had to make this podcast ready explicit? <laughs> was 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 the Hulk one of the things on the profile? Or was that pre Marvel movies? I think it was pre Marvel. That were was pre Hulk days. Were we using like gas lamps back then too? Like I think we were. Yeah. Yeah. That was when the potato famine was hitting yeah. Chicago pretty hard. <laughs> That's why we all showed up in Illinois. We just crossed over from Ireland. We just shared one bean together. Yeah. <laughs> Two hobos splitting a bean. <laughs> okay. I also keep referencing the Kenneth quote when uh, they say something about like getting, I think they say like getting to third base or something and they're like, oh, what's that? And they say what they think it is. And he's like, no, sharing a yogurt. <laughs> Also, I'm not emo. I just put my hood up. Mm, emo. I love it. Great hoodie. Show me, bro. Hood up. Okay. What do I want to do with the recap? Okay. So the blog wasn't, but when you moved to Substack and what you're doing now, mm-hmm. I want to do that as well. Mm, join us. Yes. So, yeah. So I really think that's what it is. It's just like, give me a place to just you know, shake out the pollen or stuff like that. Shake just like, the pollen. and whatever it is, cause it's not, it's not going to be about one thing. No. If it's, it might, might want to write about Julius Caesar. I might want to write about slug sex. I might want to, you know, the byline should be, there may be slug sex. Oh yeah. Well, obviously I'm going to figure out a way to work that into everything. You learn about that once they can change sexes. So their bank sessions are just them inseminating each other and they both come away pregnant. Your glasses are reminded. They're giving, banana slug as they should as they should both of these lenses are coming away pregnant like why don't snails and slugs rule the world man i feel like you're a spokesman for them i really like them spoke slug spoke slug take it back to the mothership (laughs) 
Yes. He's been uncovered. Guys, I have to go. My pineapple cookie tin is like, guys, I have to go. Oh, not my Apple Watch. That actually could be. Guys, I have to go. No. I will obviously talk to this instead. This is great for an audio medium, right? It is. You are (laughs) holding up a, a pineapple tin of cookies. Yeah. Nine premium shortbread flavors. Oh, Esther, it tells me the flavors on the back. I was going to say it reminds me of like a Hawaiian Christmas, and I forgot it is because you just came back from Hawaii, so it makes I sense. Back from Hawaii. Hawaii. Um, yeah, so dog. I don't know so what watch do. for her on Substack is what we're saying. Yeah, at some point. Look, my thing is, is that I start getting obsessed that I need like a schedule and I need discipline and that I don't have it. This is also what but, I want to talk about because I want to know what starts it and I want to know what stops it because I've been looking at that with myself too because yeah. I have a similar feeling that I'm having a hard time finishing things or continuing them. I start yeah. them and then there's a point where I don't know what it is, but the gears grind. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, what is I know. yours? Um, I always know I want to do something and I'll set it up and I'll get the logistics and I'll kind of have – I'll have a – maybe it's a little bit of an ADHD thing where I'll start something big and ambitious and then I just run out of gas. I'm like, okay, I'll come back to it. And sometimes I don't. Sometimes I do and it's three months later. Sometimes I do tomorrow. It's just I can never quite tell. Um, but I do have like that narrative that I don't finish anything and I don't follow through. And so I'm kind of fighting through that. Like, why would you even start? Because you're you're only going to do one post and then you're not going to do it again. Like I've done for like four or five blocks in a row now. (laughs) So it's fighting through a little of that. And then it's also just like, I did two years in a row or three years in a row. I did NaNoWriMo, the national novel writing month where you write technically a 50,000 word novel every Mm -hmm. month. Now what I... I think I did that three years in a row or at least two. So did you, do you have a 150,000 word novel? Like, did you add to the previous or did you write over or different? I kind of wrote over, it overlapped. It was the Janie and Roman one. So that's the, that's the one, this, this like story I started working on when I was 16 and it started as a like. I had a crush on a boy and we never get together. So this is what it would have happened, which wasn't, I wasn't writing about us, but it was just like a way to channel my like frustrate, my teenage, my very aggressively G rated, but aggressively emo teenage angst. Our, the, the books of our youth, I mean, the books yeah. that we were writing in our youth were definitely the place we could take the, yeah, like play these things out kind of like yeah. an early version of my novel was essentially me putting the cast of friends and changing mm-hmm. their names and then writing episodes for me to watch yeah. because I wasn't technically supposed to watch it. <laughs> right, right. But even for these two characters named Janie and Roman, the reason I picked R and J was Romeo and Juliet, which that's why he's Roman because I liked that name, but it was Romeo and Juliet, which like as I knew even then, like that's not a romantic story. Like they both die in the end. <laughs> which I feel like he. I mean, the way that I remember you telling about him, it feels like he always had a little bit of an edge where it seemed like she, she yeah. slash you as the author were kind of working out eventually that he wasn't, he wasn't such yeah. a bright, shiny character. He was kind no, of. No, because he was, yeah, it was a little bit of like, there was a near miss in high school, but then they go to their reunion and like, oh, could it work out this time or whatever? And I don't know if I ever figured out what, oh yeah, because I can never figure out what an ending is. And then. I kind of, you know, it's one of those things where I would always just kind of like have these people living in my head and you're just kind of, sometimes I would write it out and start it over and change insignificant details. Um, But like, I would never get very far into it before I would just kind of get stuck and I mean, like, 
at trying to edit as I go and how do I structure as I go before I realize. But so also, the nano- but mm-hmm. also a very detailed world because you were you were living in it and living in it in your head. So even yeah. you say you didn't get very far, you're you're meaning yeah. like on the page or writing a, a linear novel, but it was very developed yeah. in your mind. Yeah, yeah, I had a lot, and I I think. By the time, like, I was working on it a lot when I was in, specifically this summer, the summer between my, the summer before my last year of college. And that's when I was listening to a lot of Ben Folds, <laughs> this very specific time in my life. And I created that, like, other love interest character and it became more of a love triangle or mm-hmm. like a flashback. And it kind of became similar to what it was. I realized later that that character I was creating, I was working out like other romantic issues at the time Mm -hmm. or like near miss romantic issues. And I actually didn't clock that that's what I was doing until like a decade later. I was like, ah, is he him? Yeah. Yeah. And so, and I think kind of just like a lot of that, which I really fully realized now, it was just like, that was just the way I was like working out whatever like sad romantic story I'd worked out for myself. Right. Um, and I think it's a little bit why, like, I, I don't really want to go back to it. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, it, I think it served its purpose right. for what it was. Yeah. So, and also there was a, there was a, a plot line I started to, it basically, it was like that book became therapy for me because right. then I worked out like something traumatic happened. I think I'd added a plot of like f- a family member dying like that year when my grandparents died. Yeah. yeah. And there was like a fucked up relationship with a friend, which I had had a, like, I started throwing every single thing I was going through and like a move that, that you made away from your family for specific reasons that maybe you're regretting. And it was just like, and I was living in Chicago and while like met the most important people in my life there, you included, <laughs> but like, I was absolutely miserable there. Right. <laughs> I, yeah. I lived for like eight years. And, yeah. So yeah, I just kind of, it got to be where I was working out all of my issues in those documents. So I wrote that nano remote was really just like three years of just word vomiting, mm-hmm. like on a page. So nothing was really coherent. But the bits that I did write in terms of like the scenes I could see very clearly, I've gone back to a lot of those and be like, so I feel like if you wanted to, you could always pluck those out, you know, I and put I them could. in. Like, you know, with I, yeah. Yeah. But I I, yeah, I understand the feeling of it served, it served its purpose for mm-hmm. what you needed at the time. It isn't the story yeah. you still want to tell, but it's the story you needed to be telling or retelling. Yeah. You were kind of reframing your own life to yourself and giving yeah. yourself or giving yourself permission to admit feelings that you weren't sure, yeah. you weren't sure what to do with, even with the, how miserable you were with where you were living. Like, yeah. you didn't know what to do about that for a while. Like, yeah. You didn't know if you wanted to leave or where to go and mm-hmm. having somewhere you could just kind of admit it and kind of observe yeah. what this character does with it yeah and what would that choice maybe feel like and it's like exploring it's like yeah. vr headset where you just kind of get to explore somewhere yeah. without actually having to be there and see how it feels to be there and then yeah. you can always I think that's, put it yeah, in a drawer I think, I think that's exactly what it was and i think that's there's a little bit of like almost forgiving myself for not going further with that but i think honestly probably until this moment where i was like it served its purpose it so i was like yeah. I have, I have the, you know, I know the Dropbox where like the backup Scrivener file is all saved. Yeah. So it's like I have it in there to pull the stuff out and need to pull. Yeah. Uh, oh, so. I'm so excited. I, I love yeah. the moments of 
realizing that the things we're kind mm-hmm. of holding against ourselves. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, wait a minute, that's actually an old, outdated yeah. interpretation of that. I actually don't agree with that anymore. I can just no. go yeah. click and X that one out because you you very clearly can and do complete the things that you want to complete. Yeah. And absolutely. things can be complete without you hitting the end and publishing it. Yeah. You're like your time working on that world or that version of you is done. You became yeah. a new version. You did it. You completed yeah. that. And now you can choose what you want to, like, even if, like, I was thinking with the Substack or with you, like, if you do a new newsletter or whatever, mm-hmm. our brain, because I, I have a similar, I have a similar concern about myself. We're like, oh, well, what if you start that and then you decide to pivot? And it's like, story of my life, baby. <laughs> what, and what happens? Like, yeah. I wrote one post that was funny or good or mm-hmm. interesting or not. And then I stopped. Yeah. Whose world does that wreck? That doesn't wreck my world. That doesn't really, Mm -hmm. that doesn't do anything that's so negative. Like, why not let myself write one post if it's only going to be one post? Like, start something and you can stop it. It's okay. Both of those are okay. It's also okay to not even start it. But if you have a draw, which you do too, Mm -hmm. then talking ourselves out of it because we might not keep going just feels like we wouldn't say that to a kid. Like, yeah, you probably shouldn't draw because you're probably not going to, you know. Become yeah, an artist. That's not, yeah. How are you going to make any money with that? Well, I guess plenty of people do um, tell kids that. Uh, why arts aren't more appreciated schools. Thank you, guys. Join into my political corner. Um, but, yeah. So, I – oh, but I think my point about NaNoWriMo was really, like, I remember – and the stuff I've read about writing being such a muscle, and you mm-hmm. have to be – it's, like, getting into the practice of it. And I, I've been in a couple, like – flow states I'll say when I'm when I'm writing very regular and it comes easy it's like yeah. like good there's a good poop metaphor it just oh, comes yeah. right out again oh, yeah. yeah it just slides right out and you're like I didn't know all that was inside me you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna leave I gotta stop this metaphor right here but we know how that feels yes, yes. um so like I've, I've even when you know times times when I've been like depressed but I got into like walking to my coffee shop every day and writing in my sad journal. And like, I was doing that every day after work, just in terms of like a, you know, deaths in the family. I'm, I'm very unhappy. And what are, what is just this one thing I can cling to every day Mm -hmm. that I do? Um, so that, and even getting into NaNoWriMo is just, I had to stuck to a schedule and I did that. And I wrote, even though if they weren't coherent words, God damn it, they were words that I got myself to that whatever 1250 words a day or whatever so you can write have so you can have written 50,000 words right good ones bad ones words by the end of um 30 days which that was very inspirational to me that dedication and you're just committing to do that every day because I was a little bit more intend to be still even though I've learned the value of a routine and I train myself to do that more often I had a little bit more of the, no, when the muses purely call upon me and I am freshly bathed in spring water and the moon is this high, then and only then we receive the words and they must be perfect. Right. And it was like, how often does that happen? No, it literally never. And it is like you kind of getting in there and also being in such right brain the whole time. I remember being like, I don't remember what I've taken out the trash. I don't know, done this. Like, I feel, I can't remember if I've showered, but just being so there and it just like falling out of you. Yeah. But it takes so, it does take discipline to get there. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So I think that's what I, what I struggle with and what I'm, I'm, I've been clawing back on, but in terms of like 
my day job and I do get a lot of like fulfillment from that. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's been a shocker as I've gotten older and things have changed. I actually realized like, Oh my God, I think I'd like my job and I'm really appreciated there. But at the same time, I don't want to have that be all I do. And I want other stuff, but also I'm very like, I don't want to monetize all my hobbies. Sometimes I just want to do stuff just to do it because that if suddenly if I have to do it Shits to live, gigs. then I'm not going to do it. <laughs> right. Well, that's because that's pressure. That's like produce yeah. yes. on a schedule and it's got to yeah. be, and that, that feels like what I was saying a little bit too, like with the muses bringing me the pristine words. Yeah. It's like, if it's not perfect, then we won't, it's not worth it. And yeah. Cause like, so well, I think of, but even JK Rowling, the pressure of her, having to write the, like you think books five, six, and seven, having to write those books, knowing everyone in the fucking world wanted to read it. Like she hadn't written them beforehand and was then, you know, and the story was there and she was then releasing them on a schedule. She was writing them. She finished one, released it, and then started writing the next one. I was like, I don't know how she did that. Uh, I don't know how anyone does that. Which it makes more sense to me. The, I mean, I don't know that it's writer's block or stage fright, but if, either of those are going on with George R.R. R. Martin. It makes more sense to me. Yeah. That makes more sense to me than being able to be like, and I will now yeah. do the pirouette like can, and, and bring it home. Like that's, yeah. I don't know who's like, doing a pirouette to bring it home. <laughs> yeah. No, I can't. Stick I get to it, landing. Get yeah. yeah. Anyway. And yeah. Like they're, they're, yeah. So it's just very, like a very, I could never understand how she did that. And I think I think was then as with all things with me and then us when we're young, it's just like, well, because I can't do that. Anyone who's writing is worth a damn can. Where it's like, no, that's actually very hard to do. Right. And how successful she was right. maybe could still be debatable. Yeah. Um, right. In, in that, in certain like plot points and things that were just like, really? Which <laughs> I think that the demystification that's happened with, mm, I'd say, artists across the board, including celebrities, of, mm-hmm. I, I mean, the social media age of, yes, you're seeing curated spewings forth from their lives you're not seeing all the i mean depending on the celebrity or the artist or whatever there's still some degree of marketing and strategy going on however the kind of feeling that you can at somebody that you may not ever pass on the street who you Mm -hmm. see on tv and this feeling of like the like parasocial sort of relationships that people have Mm -hmm. i feel like there is a little bit more realization of which I, i hope that oh that person is human they also like mm-hmm. they hopefully had a nice poo today you know like they you know that the, the, there's too. just of course but they're having these kind of elevations of like well that person oh they've achieved and they're high above me and that person like just seeing that anyone who's writing or is creating something mm-hmm. has passed through various doorways mm-hmm. that they could have stopped at and been like oh this one feels scary. Yeah. I'm not going to keep going. Or, oh, I'm now getting negative feedback. I'm not going to keep going. And might still be a little nervous. Or maybe the thing that makes them nervous doesn't make you nervous and vice versa. Like, But just realizing the writing routine podcast that I love. Just hearing – there isn't a – I know this, but hearing it and realizing there's no right way to get your stuff mm-hmm. done. Like, there's yeah. no right way to write. And – 
everyone like the, the the way that works best is the way that you notice works for your like particular yeah. setup like if you're more yeah. of a morning person if you have two hours in the afternoon or if you have 20 minutes mm-hmm. right before bed like whatever you notice is your opening yeah. being able to yeah. say that's my opening I'm gonna take it yeah. I'm gonna honor it I'm gonna show up and yeah. rather than just thinking that there's these mysterious creatures who know how to do things and the us mm-hmm. who don't and it's like well yeah they just kept showing up for a lot of yeah. it you know yeah, it's it's really sometimes it's stubbornness is really what it is. It's just like I didn't want to and how many of the of those like three nano remos I did where it's just like I remember being on G chat with like Carly or something, being like, I don't want to do this, I can't do it. I'm I whoever said I could write. And then sometimes like getting prompts, be like, Okay, work try to figure out a way to work the word blueberry into your next thousand words. <laughs> and it's kind of like oh, It's like keeping you awake. Like, I'm going to roll down the window and get a little colder in my Uh face because I'm starting to fall asleep trying to drive through Montana. Not Montana. Montana, you probably wouldn't fall asleep. Maybe Nebraska. Nebraska, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so it's figuring out my – and I'm doing this a lot with work now as well because I work in a a hybrid fashion where I go into the office a couple days and I'm home for the rest. And – figuring out my like where my flow state is and so and not having the not having to sit at a desk nine to five and just being able to be like okay I know I have my meetings in the morning because I work with Brits and so everyone I start early but then they're offline by 11 a.m Houston time so then I need my brain needs a couple hours break from just constant video calls and so it's like whatever I need to do whether it's take a long lunch take a walk today I took a nap um, and sign back on and able to work later into my evening because, you know, that's when I feel my brain turn back on. So I'm, I'm experimenting that with work and just like understanding my flow state and making room for letting myself be creative mm-hmm. in my way again. So I'm trying to be very intentional about that. I'm excited. But yeah, I, it feels all perfectly timed really. Yeah, because I can see even in more of the private version. I mean, your private Instagram now, mm-hmm. thanks bots. But even in the more private settings of you sharing yourself, I see mm-hmm. you more comfortable sharing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so it feels like that having that as like the foundation. It just feels like you're preparing to build some new structures. Yeah, and, where it's just like um, this is yeah, and I'm I'm much more comfortable with being myself and the things I like to do and like. Like you said to be like two birthday go- two birthdays ago, it was let yourself be seen. Mm-hmm. And even even at work, like there was I in terms of like nuancing my personality or being very selective of who got access to me, let's say. Still like my close um esteem is pretty well I don't want to say it's guarded, but I am particular about who's like I've, inner circle. Which like, I tier one. see that as yeah. wisdom. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I was a little bit more, a little bit too all or nothing mm-hmm. with it, where it's just like only the close people got that and everyone else would just come like something uh, relatively yeah. stoic or distant. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, I'm going to be this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be this for everyone. But it's, it's just the level of access to like the inner layers of me is what really the, the that. It, the VIP is. Yeah, I relate to that. It's not that you're yeah. inviting more people into the VIP circle. It's that you're dispensing yeah. more of the products that used to be only VIP yeah. out into the yeah. greater area of the nightclub. 
Yeah, exactly. It's like there's the, the glass wall. So you can see what's going on in there. You just can't come in. Exactly. I love that. Yeah. That feels, so it, that yeah, feels like the move. It's very much a, cause it's, I've always been this person, but I'm just letting more people. Right. It's very much a letting yourself be seen. Yeah. And, um, people I worked with for years before and after the pandemic, it's just like how I am socially at work is completely different as well. Mm. It's just being a lot more vocal and bringing people together. Mm-hmm. And, and there's some people that are surprised about, that surprised to learn. I was like, Oh, when she used to come in here, she would just never talk to anybody. And I was like, yeah, it was for a lot of years. And then the pandemic changed things. One could say I, you know, have a regulated brain now, thanks to mm-hmm. <laughs> some medication. So that kind of helps as well. But mm-hmm. that's so interesting yeah. to think of your work persona formerly as someone who didn't really talk to people because I mean, my experience of meeting you, yeah, whoever it was, yeah. One of us, and we don't remember who, asked the other one when they came back from the bathroom, so how mm-hmm. did it go? <laughs> Which is one of my best, my favorite questions that someone, <laughs> a stranger, has ever asked me. And I felt so cared for. And, like, like I could talk about anything with this person. Yeah. We're good. Yeah, it's just who? <laughs> no shyness. <laughs> imagine you've just met someone and you're like someone's taking a bathroom break and you come back and you say how'd it go <laughs> i was like all right we can we can do this this one let's work. play let's, let's play, play. <laughs> i can't remember what the reply was but i think it uh i don't either i think it was like a surprise laugh or like smooth i, I, I feel like it was a c and a raise though i think yeah. it saw it saw the yeah. opportunity and yeah. went for it whoever it was i liked it i don't remember oh it's just it's it's the pilot the 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 gordon no, what's his name not gordon griffin mcelroy what i call him gordon gordon <laughs> mcelroy <laughs> the fourth mcelroy the other mcelroy the griffin mcelroy play with me play yeah with me. i do like that <laughs> right exactly Mm-hmm. You know, not all people, not all people can do that. They it's can't. really that's why it's really when you can find someone they're like, I especially if it's a guy, and I get really worried that guys think I'm flirting with them when I do that because I'm genuinely not. I just love wordplay. Yeah, like when especially if someone that can keep up with me and someone a banter. That can keep up with us, it's yeah. a rarity. It is a rarity. <laughs> it's a rarity. Yeah. <laughs> like someone who can keep up with us, and then I'm like, uh, it's uh. It's it's, uh, <laughs> it's like so a it's like a really like fast together. thing that like yeah uh, God let me <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the creativity she says it's just like shooting like out of my eyes <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like watching Picasso paint <laughs> <laughs> who says the creative energy shooting out of my eyes is it Lemon? Uh, I think it was. Um, I think it was Liz. It was remember we said we're trying to give each other Christmas presents, Aww. and they were like, "Oh, let's give each other a no cost Christmas present." And <laughs> she was like trying to write him a song. <laughs> uh, yeah, I the bantering. Yeah, the bantering is rare. Is yeah. I'm gonna open a fizzy water. I'm prepared. Ooh. Ooh. I think that tracked but, uh, well on the audio. Sparkling water, orange flavored. I was noticing uh, in the Audacity file that you have you have quite a rhythmic speech pattern. Do I? Yeah. That or it's not picking you up. <laughs> that is just a fan. It's only it's only picking up like you popping a pee or something. <laughs> we'll find out. 
This might be the lost <laughs> episode. We've got a lot of lost of lost things. Wouldn't yeah, it be funny if, many, if we don't finish this episode? I don't know. Just, uh, that's the story. I gotta go. Bye. Well, like, excuse me. Uh, I actually have a soul Sorry, contract that I can't How finish this. What was what was Chain of Jewels called at first? It was like I'm not yelling. You are. Or, mm, it was. And it? yeah, yeah. That was. And then the, it was briefly Jugs, which I really wish we'd go back to that <laughs> or something. <laughs> Jugs J U G Z for just us gals with a Z. It is reminiscent of some of your passwords, Kristen, and I share or have shared <laughs> uh, out of the goodness of her heart many of her streaming accounts and. Every yeah. password change was a delight. The the words, not only the words, be- but the inventive use of numbers in order to be able yeah. to spell out the words. Always. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss. It's got to be something I'm going to remember. <laughs> now imagine me giving one of those passwords to the IT department at my old job. <laughs> it's, I don't want to say one of them. I wish it wasn't, it wasn't Milk Me Daddy 6969. <laughs> I was going to say boobers. Boobers. <laughs> <laughs> that was one. You say it like it wasn't. I don't know. Where? Leave this in along with my social security number. Okay. So we did doula, the doula for the fantasy novel. We could get into a gentle duel to ground us. Let's do a duel. Ground this plane. Let's duel it up. Chain uh, up. so this is something i saw on the old gram john q instagram someone posted who would win i think it was like i don't have it in front of me to quote but it was something like who would win maybe it said a fist fight but it was between the culkin brothers and the Mm -hmm. scars guards yeah think about like i think of whether it said it in the post or the, the 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 whatever twitter sentence Twitter sentence. <laughs> I think the word Twitter sentence. I almost lost my mind that I said that. <laughs> the Twitter caption. The sentence. I get the Twitter sentence. <laughs> but it was like a, a Hatfields and McCoys level like brawl. Yeah, of like that's it. Two hillbilly families shooting at each other across a barren right. field between the Scars Guards and the Culkins. So I feel like logic says. It would go to the Scars Guards, but my heart and money would be on the Culkins. I was about to say that every bone in my body is just like the I feel Culkins like would win. They're scrappy. and there was something about like it depends on like how how amped how much Kieran <laughs> is eaten that day or something like that. <laughs> well, and Rory, there's I mean him. It wasn't it. Wait, was it Kieran or Rory that played Roman? Um, mm. Kieran. Okay, so Kieran. Yeah, never mind then. So we'll stay with that yeah. uh, on because he does just seem very scrappy. Also, I don't but feel honestly, like they would fight there, and I feel like the Scars Guards might have like more respect for like formalities. I don't know. That's yeah. just me with their what is it? Also, Norwegian. We can't we can't forget Macaulay, the OG, and there's a girl Culkin in there. There's a girl Scars Guard in there too. Is there a girl Scars Rogue Scars Agents? Guard? Yeah, Rogue Agents. Murphet. Yeah, um, man. I don't know, because there are a lot of Scars Guards, and they're big, and they're Swedish, but... I guess it's also whether or not Stellan gets involved. That's true. That's true. Would he... Because we don't know who the... Who's the Macaulay... No, no. Progenitor? 
Who's there? Yeah. Who's there? Who's the cure? Why, why can I not say, I was about to say the Macaulay. And I was like, no, that's his first name. And I almost said Kierkegaard, but I was like, that is, <laughs> that is a philosopher. Philosopher? No, if we add those in, no. Yeah. Philosopher. Sure. Yeah. Right. So it's like, he's a guy that says smart stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you look like, you, were you saying, well, I look like that guy from that book I haven't read. Is that what you're about to say? No, but now I would. <laughs> What, which books? Yeah, guy. Oh, I put on that that winter hat. Yeah, it was that you were you were like a that guy from that book you haven't read. Catch twenty two. Um, Catcher in the Rye. Oh, catch. See, still don't know. If you have Catcher in the Rye blindness, you have Rye blindness. <laughs> I know. Last episode you talked about your THFB. Uh, it's cured. Cured? Yeah, I think so. I just explained it to my friend Mandy, and she looked at him, she looked at him, and she was like, "I see, I get it. Who even is that guy?" And I was, right. So maybe, maybe you passed it on to Mandy. <laughs> I feel like people do understand it, especially when I bring up Channing Tatum, and like, "Oh, I get it." Yeah. As you, as I told Lauren, a meaty man. Do you, with me. do you have Channing face blindness as well? I mean, I think I I know him, but for a while I would get yeah. them kind of confused because I it's said a, it's a it's a chunky boy. You well, what I said it was a meaty man with lips. That's, mm. It's like a general meeting man with lips. Yeah, who even are they? Who even are they? No yeah, a chunky boy. No a big boy. Thank two C's. Yeah. So, okay. I think it's just Chain clear. Door. I think it's Calkins. It's got to be Calkins. Yeah. Also, seeing the other scars guard out of make out of his it makeup really freaks me out man the proportions of his face were made to wear that it makeup like yeah. i can see the smile lines it's and i don't like there. it yeah it's still there too much okay like no. so the baguette the sword the, uh-huh Both they of them get go. they get a freshly chopped baguette with the sword okay freshly chopped baguette freshly chopped baguette freshly chopped baguette are you still on peanut m ms Peanut butter. No pineapple cookies. No, I haven't felt the need for a, pi- uh, a pineapple-shaped shortbread yet. We look at ASMR content. <laughs> I know. The, the crackling of the m ms bag was really pleasing. Mm. Do you have anything further, Father? I, I like, feel really good about myself. Mm. For, like, I've been on the upward trajectory over the last years of feeling good about myself. Mm-hmm. But, like... There's something that's happened in like the last year where I've like come into my power. I just choked on a little bit of a little Japanese panda cookie. Let's take that again. Yeah, one more take. (laughs) Take two. Me, 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 me. Leave this in. (laughs) (laughs) But there's something that's happened in the last year. I've like I've really come into my power, like as a person. And there's a more ways I keep finding more of like ways in which I'm not just really going to hold myself back anymore or things kind of being like letting go of things that just aren't important and stuff like that. And just being like, and being really mindful of where you put your energy and who you put your energy with. And it's nice. Yeah. Realizing that nothing was exactly, nothing was really in our way except ourselves. No. Or yeah. our perception I, of what was in the way. Every single time I hit another like thing and I've been doing this a lot of work is just like, oh, I was the only one holding myself back. And it's like every time I'm still finding that. I was like, I thought I was done with that. Right. And yep. sometimes you can have 
it's really confusing. Or not well, really it's like confusing. Really, it's like you know. I, I at least will have like puppet. Like I'm, I think it's someone else in my head or some yeah. critic or some potential critic or someone that I know. But it's my own hand yeah. in the puppet doing, making the words yeah. that they're yeah. not saying. And even if they did it's say like, it, probably wouldn't matter as much as me in my own head yeah, thinking about it. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And just like ways in which I used to pretend like I didn't give a shit about some things. And now like there are actually things that I don't give a shit about. It's like, wow, I just, I can't imagine caring about that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and so it, it's nice. It's just nice. Yeah. Like, Frees up a lot of energy. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. It's like, man, it's I don't like, feel as tense all the time. No. And now when and I do feel like, tense, I'm like, ooh, okay, I noticed that I now do rather than just constant yeah. state of tension. Yeah. Even like, Explaining, so I saw my nieces last week and just explaining to, and in a joke way, but also in a honest way, I was just like, look, Aunt Kristen does what Aunt Kristen wants to do. And it's just like, did I feel like doing that? Yeah, I did. We were at like a, a hot pot restaurant. So, you know, it's like the, you get the, the, the hot broth and you throw all your meats in it and you've got chopsticks to bring your get your meat out it was delicious delicious place but it'll give you like give you chopped garlic and like stuff you could put in your broth and i was sharing a pot of broth with minnie's emmy and i was just like let's just chuck it all in i was like i don't even care how, how it tastes let's just chuck it all in she was like no should we just like taste it after each round i was like no who cares it's probably gonna be delicious and they were just kind of looking at me like huh? like yeah i just okay it's broth like if it turned out gross which i'm doubted would they give us so much garlic to make broth gross i also don't think there's such a thing as too much garlic Mm -hmm. so yeah but i was just kind of like let's just do it and we'll figure it out later or it's just like yeah how how much meat should you throw this thing one time i'm gonna put all the mushrooms in there i mean is this okay yeah and it's it's like the freeing to have the experience rather than trying to analyze whether or not the experience is going to work out it's just like maybe once we try it we'll know if we like it and right now i feel like i want to try it so let's see yeah, there's things about, like, I get my nails done now, and then I've had people say, like, oh, my God, you're so brave with your nail colors. And I was like, it's literally just, it's, you can just get, if you don't like it, you just get it again. Where it's just like, I don't, I don't understand. Which, <laughs> it's fine. It, you can change it. Like, yeah. it's, it's not going to be okay. I'm not married to this. <laughs> like, so, yeah, and that's something I've, like, kind of really, to the point where, like, I don't under, like, I won't, I won't understand that other people won't see things like that. I was like, why would that be something you can care about? Right, so like, why is that brave? Can, <laughs> yeah, why, literally, why? <laughs> I just got a neon orange pedicure, like, okay? I, it felt She's so right brave. at the time. She's so brave, really. Right, wow. It's like, what? I'm not. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's, it's weird, but it's, it's nice. And just, like, being myself is nice when, like, think about how much of my life I spent, like, not liking this person. And I'm like, eh, yeah, it's nice. Nice in yeah. here. Uh, I love feeling how relaxed you are. Mm-hmm. I love you being happy. I love you. Yeah. I love you realizing that you like you and letting other people <laughs> see you to like you, too. <laughs> I know. It feels like it should be so simple. And I'm just like... Man, I even like mentioned to people a couple of weeks ago. I was like, "Oh my god, I have such a temper." These people are like, "Man, I can't even imagine you with a temper." And I'm like, "What? These people don't know that I get mad." I was like, "Am I better at managing this now?" <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just like wild. Just like kind of sitting back and noticing things about yourself. I was like, "Ah." You sure had an extreme reaction to that girl. What's going on? <laughs> right. Exactly. Which I feel like yeah. that's the like. 
nice parts of getting older if people mm-hmm. use it in this direction of becoming more aware of yourself and becoming yeah. more kind of integrating all the parts, you know, versus, I don't know, it. you're getting more settled in yourself, like more yeah. comfortable rather than more uncomfortable. And that yeah. feels better. Like, I don't want to be 23 again. You know, God, you could not pay me. You could not pay me. Like I don't. I wouldn't even want to be thirty three again. Like you couldn't pay me. Yeah. So, yeah. Like if anything, I did. I did see some old photos, and I was like, I wish that I had known at the time that I was beautiful. Like I wish yeah. that I had looked at myself more lovingly at the time, because I, I can see that person, and I remember mm-hmm. that I would just see immediately the flaws, and yeah. I'm like, wish that I had been more open to seeing myself better. And not mm-hmm. being so hard on myself. But also, yeah, we got there. We got better. No, I was literally just about to do the same thing with another song. And I was like, it's like a God bless the broken road situation, you know? <laughs> that <laughs> one kind of makes that sense, one does, though, right? Though. That one does. <laughs> because it <laughs> gives you the sense. first part of the yeah. explanation. But saying <laughs> Seahorse Father, who's just like ejaculated <laughs> out as babies and then moving towards... Like, like, I hope you did. Situation, the highway, you know. <laughs> and I think I just said, "Wait, in what way was it?" <laughs> and how? Uh, I hope you still. I knew you started to do lyric my lyric. Hope you still think it was something when you stand beside the. You still feel small when you stand beside the ocean. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> just you just got un- unleashed like <laughs> trap cackles in here. You got to work out. <laughs> Trapped cackles. Oh, I just got a go. I just got a case of the trapped cockles. <laughs> why am I? Why am I Irish? <laughs> I've uh, spent entire like afternoons and evenings narrating things openly to myself, like mother's favorite boy wants some dinner, and I'm just referring to myself. <laughs> I was doing voices while I was feeding the dogs breakfast, and they—it's yeah. as if. I'm normal voice to them. So I'm like, I wonder what my voice sounds like to them usually mm-hmm. because I'm doing like, oh, a river, are you going to have a little kibble? <laughs> and they're just like, yeah, all right, of course I am. <laughs> I'm going to check through the checklist. Is there anything you want to plug? Milk Me Daddy 6969 is my new subsect. Just kidding. Yeah. There, watch this space. Um, at Puff Crispy, it was my AIM screen name when I was 16 and I've never gotten another username. No, just follow me uh, at Puff Crispy with a K. With a K. Um, you you will have to request to follow me because mm. I am on private now. But and if you have Milk Daddy or Six Nine in your profile, follow me. Oh, and no, I, I was going to say probably you, I will report you to John Q Instagram. Yeah, and he'll be like, "She's fine. Her name's Lisa. She was at my she house yesterday." Was- she just wants your credit card number. <laughs> She's not a bot. You need to send her bitcoins. <laughs> With a Z. <laughs> With a Z. <laughs> yeah, so that's on me, man. Thank this you. was fun. I know. This was so good. <laughs> Thank you for joining me again. Thank you. Thank you for asking me. I'm, a, I'm honored. I'm honored. I'm excited to edit it and hear how many times I did the... Oh, God, I can't, don't even know anymore. We'll see if it's just the fan going for my voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. You're just going to sound like the, the, the Charlie Brown teacher. <laughs> yeah, the, honest, guys, I have that. this friend. We've been friends for 12 years. <laughs> sure, Esther. She just talks like an old car and She tells you all, is, it, this is... <laughs> <laughs> Azura! <laughs>
<laughs> this is my childhood imaginary friends all over again. I'd yeah. just be like, right friend, right. And my sister's be like, Esther, you can't include them as a vote. Wait, what was the one? I know there was Himvard. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What was the <laughs> other one? The, like, the, 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 like, essence of light or something like that? Are you referring to the imaginary horse? whose yes. name was the most beautiful name I could think of at the time when I was like four, uh-huh. and it was Eyelash of Singing Poetry. That was it! That was it! Eyelash of Singing Poetry! Oh. It's the most gorgeous name. I... Okay. Okay. All right, what time? Ooh. I'm gonna, um, see my go to bed. Yeah, that's wonderful. All my knackies. Sweet dreams. I love you so much. All right, I love you. I can't wait to hear it. I'll keep you, I'll keep you, we don't say abreast. Because there's usually both twain. Breast. There's usually twain. Yeah. Both breasts. Yeah. All breasts. If you're Artemis. Yeah. Yeah. If you're covered in boobs. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. the perfect All right. Love final you. words. I love you. <laughs> Good night. Bye.